Testing, 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 testing. Bitch, bitch, bitch. All right, guys, welcome in to Sex Talk and Taboo Convos. I am your hostess, Seven. Today we have a special guest. We have Miss Crede herself, mm. wellness and content coach. She's going to be giving us some gems today, okay? Gems and good energy. And as you already know, we got the tea and honey. We got the tea when it comes to verbally as well, okay? The tea Cheers. Is piping hot, and I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for saying yes. Okay. I always say yes whenever your name pops up. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. I love that. So it's a tradition on this channel to let people know what your top three signs are. So you already know okay. what it is. Well, I am an Aries sun and moon. So I got that double that. Aries fire energy. And then just to top it off, a little Capricorn rising in the mix. So, you know, even though it looks sprinkle, like sprinkle. I don't give a fuck, like I deeply do give a fuck. Um, so, Period. yeah, those are my top three. I love that, guys. <laughs> I've, I've already, first episode I had is Aries rising. And now if you guys haven't watched it, go watch that here. Second episode, we have an Aries sun and moon. I mean... You know, I got a reading at the beginning of 2023 that told me that there was going to be a lot of Aries energy coming into my life. Wait, you interviewed somebody who was Aries, Sun, and Moon? So, no, you're the okay, Sun okay. and Moon, and then Darian, her rising is Aries. Mm -hmm. So we just have Aries all throughout already, you know, first and second. They say that Aries collect Aries, or at least that's what I say. <gasps> Even my partner is an Aries, and we'll get into Yo. that a little bit more, but he's an Aries. Uh -huh. All of his kids got Aries placements. And oh, so, wow. yeah, that's more tea spilt. First astrological <laughs> placement. Oh, brr, brr. yes. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. How are you feeling? Yeah, um, a little bit about me. I, um, yeah, I've been deep diving into the content creation world and I'm absolutely loving it. I am also, you know, if you, You've known me for a little bit now, and I've always been into wellness, coaching around wellness, yoga, all of the healing um, modalities that come within that. But also, that's just like my main page and like what I'm known for. But I also started my like dating TikTok during COVID because I needed somewhere to go that I could just like spill the tea and be, you know, unprofessional and just like let it out. You know, there's only so much you can tell your best friend when you're going on like date after date after date with these like these people in this world. Right. Right. Um, and for <laughs> me specifically, it was these men because, yeah, I was like, you know what? Right now I'm interested in men. So that's what I'm going to date. That's what I did. And it was exhausting. For the record. <laughs> for the record, exhausting as fuck, which I can second. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing about the dating TikTok is that it like – it got a lot of momentum very quickly and there is just so much support and so many conversations around dating around healing around connection and so yeah that mm -hmm. was just like it opened up a whole new world for me and mm -hmm. um to bring it full circle i recently posted on my social media with my partner it was just a post like celebrating my first healthy relationship ever and it went viral and like again more conversations about healing about codependency about just like about like nervous system dysregulation and all of how it fits within the dating world 
that's one thing that I wanted to talk about here on Sex Talk and Taboo because it's mm-hmm. not just about it's not just about obviously the nasty and the under you know under twelve a.m. and what you do inside of the car sweating all that. I'm like honestly, sex is not just about that. He has sex in the car. <laughs> Sex somewhere internationally in Paris, somewhere you never know what y'all be doing it. Okay, I'm not really a car girl, maybe back in the day, but you know what I'm saying. It's also about healing vessel and talking about the transitions mm. between relationships, between sexualities, like how you may experience it. I feel like it's an entire like mecca. And like you mentioned, it's a spectrum. So I'm actually really excited to get into this because I feel like we all have those stories where we're just like, girl, guess what the fuck happened to me this weekend? (laughs) You know what this man had the audacity to boo 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 like we all have those stories and i like how you made a tiktok about it because it's so relatable like so many people can look at it and be like oh my god i'm glad i'm not the only one i know it wasn't in my head um ooh, this is great because i needed to hear this right now i think that's what makes for me like content creation so validating is hearing that somebody else feels where you're coming from resonates with it Mm -hmm. and could even create a story from it at the same time it's like we're all connecting through that absolutely do you feel like the first time you made that video that the rest of the videos were going to take off the way that they took off are you talking about the first tiktok video or the ig video either one because you do it on both right both platforms yeah so i don't know i think that like i the intention of making it was just to like let it out and put it somewhere and the way that it was received just like brought me so much ah i don't even know it just like there's a certain degree of satisfaction it's a Mm. there's a validation that is connected to it because it's like when you take this type of information to your bestie you know that she's always going to validate you she know that she's always going to keep it real with you and that's exact like the exact like kind of feedback that I did get um, through you know mostly TikTok. TikTok is where you know people keep it real because it's a lot of eyes on you that don't even know you versus people keep Instagram. It's like okay, let's keep it a little bit more polished. But even Instagram is getting tired of that. We're tired We're of tired. seeing the polish, the influence. We're tired. We don't trust it. We don't know. It doesn't smell right. And so we're just looking for things that are more raw and transparent. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to someone about this because I was telling her, I was like, I don't know if maybe I should transfer to TikTok because the amount of information that I provide to people on Instagram, I don't think that they have an attention span of what I'm trying to provide mm-hmm. versus when you go on TikTok, people can watch your video for 10 straight minutes and be obsessed. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm right. saying? Like it's more of a wider range of I want to learn, I want to heal at the same time I want to connect with TikTok. So I think I'll try that again. I don't know. But I'm kind of getting tired of Instagram and the constant upheaval. Like right now I'm taking a break and I can tell the mental like the mental like relaxation and rejuvenation I feel every time I take a step away from it. And I'm getting to this point of being like 
I feel like I should just have someone else do it because it's quite a science because I do so much creatively mm-hmm. that I'm tired. Right. But that's a whole other situation. That is a whole other situation and conversation. And also, like, you know, I think we've all Period. been there mm-hmm. where it's, it can be a lot, especially, you know, when you get caught up in it and the boundaries are like, oh, <sighs> it's or too just much. Um, exactly. Yeah, but I feel you. I feel you. So. When it comes to, um, you said you're a wellness coach too, so how do you feel like you incorporate that wellness energy into your content creation? You know what's funny is I literally just did a whole segment on this. Mm-hmm. And today was all about boundaries with social media. It's the intersection of wellness and social media. Mm-hmm. And you know, at times I get caught up and I'm like, okay, why am I talking about content creation so much? Why am I talking about online platforms so much? Well, it's because it's an extension of our energy. And without social media, we'd be having the same conversations, except instead of me coaching somebody about how to show up on their platform, I'd be coaching them on how to show up in the room. Mm. It's just another room. It's just another space that you can take up. And so with that comes boundaries, right? Mm. Because it is a relationship. Like we are picking up our phones and suddenly connected to thousands and millions of people. And all of those people carry energy with them in your comments, when they like something, when they say something. Mm. So it is crucial for us to place boundaries on the time that we spend connecting, just like we place boundaries on people and spaces in real life, right? Like I'm not gonna wake up first thing, drive to your house in LA without brushing my teeth. No, I'm gonna ground down, do my rituals, have me time, hit Mm. you up. Oh, can I come over? Communicate that boundary and then we're gonna connect, you know? Mm And when you pick up our phones, it's just like, it's too immediate. The connection is like too available and ready. So we have to make sure we're priming ourselves before entering that space. So then it wasn't accidental that I brought it up because you have an entire, the fact that you said you had an entire segment, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you see how everything's aligned synchronicity wise? Like it's all synchronicity. So, you know, I have to talk about it. What was like, probably one of the craziest point or dates you've had that you've talked about to where and I can tell you mine too shit when it comes to a particular person because I feel like there's either one person that just has you at the you know what I have to change this about myself or I have to start looking in a different perspective because of this situation like what is probably one of the craziest dates you've had that made you feel that way or just crazy in general? Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're just like, list. my whole nervous system went like, <laughs> it just went into, you know, panic mode. Not really. But I will say there's so many crazy dates, but I can't just talk about a single crazy date mm-hmm. without talking about the single situation that had the largest impact on my nervous system Mm. you know and when we go on a date and get a bad date it's a dose of Mm. that Mm. so i am here to talk about the elephant in the relationship room which is the situationship yeah i feel like many of us have been through one Mm. and maybe is in one right now um or is maybe open to one in the future that hasn't happened yet and that's situationships are relationships unhinged there are no boundaries there are no rules it's just like free for all feelings getting stepped on hurt communication bogged 
I don't even use that word normally because right. like what, what is that? What is it? Like what is this? <laughs> it's the what the fuck is this? And right. I bring this up to say that my nervous system, the amount of dysregulation that happened in the situationship, and this was like the last person that I was seriously talking to before I met my current partner. Mm. See? You it, it taught me so much it taught me that i was this close to what i was looking for but i had this much work to do Mm. adjustments are required (laughs) and so yeah yeah. (laughs) it was a learning it was a learning curve you know and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of a lot of nights spent crying and sobbing but also after that like i had to pick myself up and just continue to apply the things that i was learning from that experience day by day date by date snaps i feel like and i'm gonna i'm not gonna name drop but i'll zodiac drop so (laughs) he was a pisces he was a pisces was yours a pisces no he was a capricorn (laughs) he and i knew his top three because i did his i did his signs that's the first thing you have to do right sweetie especially when you're like a reader what the fuck am i supposed to do like that's my language you know like Mm -hmm. the moment i know all that i do okay i like to say i'm not really prejudiced in this department like you can tell me your signs even if i'm not compatible with them Mm -hmm. but i'll keep it right there you know i'll keep it right there because (laughs) we're two different like entity personality Mm -hmm. energy frequencies so like there's probably this is how you communicate this is how i communicate and it might be two different sides of the you know area spectrum spectrum keeps coming up so i dated him this was like one of those situations where like i met him when i did shrooms crazy enough Mm -hmm. and we connected there was just something about his energy that i felt connected to and it was good when it was good and then when it was bad honey everything hit the fan i mean Mm-hmm. I would find out little things here and there about the situation. And there's a moment where you realize, and this is what I want to talk about too, when it comes to the talk, right? When a person presents themselves to you, please believe them. Don't try to paint it different. Don't try to rearrange it different. Who they are and what they're telling you that they are to your face is exactly what you should believe. And he told me everything right. about me. And get, what did and I do? And this is where we have to take accountability. <laughs> Account- accountability, 100%. Uh, so, when don't, yeah. yeah. When you don't, <laughs> you will jump into an ocean. No, it's not an ocean. You're going to fall on a pavement. So it's almost like you believe all these illusions. You create all these illusions. And at the end of it, I was just like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Like, why do I allow this energy to consume me? Why am I allowing this person to treat me like trash? Mm. Why am I okay with the bare minimum? Why am I okay with non-communication situationships? I even found out he was living at his girlfriend's house. I didn't even know he had a girlfriend. We fucked on the couch, first of all. He came and picked me up in her car. This is bold. <laughs> Capricorn. So I. This is bold. 
Capricorn. So I, at that moment, I was just like, I got to stop this cold turkey and I got to figure it out. And that around that time is actually when I went celibate for the first time because I was tired. Like I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't even necessarily just feel like it's these men. Like I feel like I am attracting them. I'm not taking accountability. I need to take responsibility for how I'm attracting them. Because a lot of the time there's this duality aspect for me that's like, hmm, is it sexual or do I actually like them? I don't know. Like, And I always go in between this energy and it just hurts me at the end of the day because mm-hmm. I'm not honest with myself. Right. 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 I think that you brought up some key questions that we all need to be asking ourselves. Like mm-hmm. the first step to getting out of a pattern is to look inward and say, what am I doing to call this in? What am I doing to accept this? Why do I feel that it is okay for me to accept the bare minimum those are like the key first questions that come up and even in my story of the situationship that i was telling you about the pisces what did this man tell me at the very beginning that he was not ready for a relationship what did i do i got into the boat even though there was no oars we didn't go anywhere and he told me it was not going anywhere therefore that's on me (laughs) but period i think it's just like a learning curve right so what did what did I do after that? I read some books. Like one book that I always recommend to people is it has a magnet on it and it's called Attached. So Ooh. learning about our attachment styles, right? Because mm. then that informs us about our nervous system and why we settle for less than what we want because what? We're scared of usually getting hurt, yada yada, whatever it is, it goes back to healing. Mm. And so like it always goes back to healing. It always goes back to healing no matter what. And yeah. ugh, I just I just know that even in my current relationship, mm-hmm. it's just I'm following my nervous system every step of the way. And speaking to like coming out of a situationship, like if anybody out there is pulling out of it, going no contact, like mm-hmm. how you said you went completely solid, that you like went from one extreme to the other, mm-hmm. because the type of hurt that we experience mm-hmm. outside, like unlatching from that situationship is very extreme Mm. and it's i've often heard from people it's more extreme than going through a breakup because at least in a breakup we have that foundation that security that line of communication where we can talk about it Mm. where we can work out details where we can both decide no or like you know this communication when we are in a situation you're usually lacking that and because of that instability it's like coming off of a hardcore drug Mm. It's just like your nervous system's like, oh my God, like, ah, like you've been so dysregulated and so, um, like your emotions have been so suppressed that it's painful as fuck. I call it withdrawals, like literal withdrawals. Literal withdrawals. That's what it feels like. Because you feel like, man, I have to talk to this person. Maybe if I send them a message again, maybe they can give me what, it's like, it makes you go into this panic mode of feeling like, oh my God, I'm in this scarcity mindset and- it's because you were never provided what the nutrients that you needed and damn it's like a form of abuse when you think about it yeah but like also (laughs) and like saying that is a slippery slope because Uh who is doing the abuse you know to an extent right both parties are participating Mm um i'm not trying to say anybody's out here abusing yourself but like but it is what it is (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is (laughs) because when you don't take accountability like that's That's what I like to tell people because like when I heard things about like my astrological sign, most and foremost, like I love to challenge it Mm -hmm. because I'm like, 
yeah, I could be that way, but like, what if we grow a muscle in that area? Like, what if in that particular area, the reason why we're like this is because we don't feel, you know, we feel a lack in this particular department. And I feel like that when it comes to the sensitivity of cancer, that's what it is. We over pour a lot of the time mm. because we're a damn water sign. We're the cardinal water. You're the cardinal fire sign. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go hard because that's what you're used that's to, your DNA. you know? So like when it comes to like having that like over emotional element, I realize it's because one, you're probably lacking in this area with something in this department. You're probably not giving your water back to yourself. You're giving it to all the wrong people who want you to keep pouring into them, but they're not pouring back into you. Like it's all a part of the tree of life. And the moment I realized that it's all about moderation all across the board, but also meeting people where they meet you at the mm. same time, because some people I feel right, you can only meet them as far as they've met themselves. Absolutely. Everybody gives according to their own love language. But like when it comes to a person only providing so much empathy or so much of this, why overshare? Why overgive? Why keep over, you know? Yeah. It's and that is where the decline happens in your own energy at the mm -hmm. same time. So I feel this connective. And I always tell people this. If you feel like you need to take yourself away from the dating scene for a little bit and then hop back in there with a new fresh perspective, do that. Absolutely. Like oversharing, over pouring, over giving. I think it's a beautiful thing, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. all cancers know that that is a beautiful thing because that's your mode. That is your natural it inclination. Yeah. And even just like to bring some positivity back to what we're learning, what we're taking from a situationship, you know? Mm -hmm. Like there's a reason that you latched onto that person, right? There's right. a reason that you were drawn towards them. They're not 100% bad. There are qualities and aspects of them that you fell in love with for a reason. And the beautiful thing is that what it does is it creates a baseline that was like higher than whatever was out there before. It mm. created hope. Mm. And from that place, you can set a, a healthy table, a healthy relationship up with somebody else who's willing to commit. Just because they didn't give you that piece that you wanted of commitment does not mean that it's not out there and it's not waiting for you with somebody else. And that's something that I learned when I finally found <laughs> my partner because yeah, right yeah the table is set there's always food on the table it's mm. got candles and roses and like everything i ever wanted because if he wanted to he will you know right like <laughs> that's the table that i'm eating at and i'm thankful to like Period. have raised the bar through the past person because he was he was awesome too but he just mm -hmm. wasn't for me in that moment at that time I love how you said that hope aspect because it's about that optimism because we get discouraged mm -hmm. and we're like, you know, how many times have I been at this? How many people am I going to have to go through in order to just find someone right. to just understand the concept of my basic core values, my right. basic language? So talk a little bit about that. Like, how are you feeling now that you feel connected to a person after going from what bare minimum language to yes bitch yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was single for four years four whole years um dating vigorously through the past two of those years um and so how it feels to finally like land on somebody that i feel connected to that shares similar core values to me 
it feels normal. That is the main thing is that it doesn't feel like, oh, I am so lucky. I struck gold. Like it feels normal. And I just don't know how to like relate this or say this any other way besides I think that like I knew where my self-worth was and what I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And when it found me, it just it just lined itself up like you're not ever surprised when you put on your necklace you're like oh my gosh it fit, like the latch fit and it like hangs per- like you know like it's to. supposed to it's not supposed <clears throat> to fall off it's not Period. supposed to not fit right so when things come together like that it is smooth and it can be it can move quickly or it could it's just gonna feel right mm. and i like how you said it feels right because when we were talking about earlier, right, when you have those situationships, people that send out mixed signals and all of that, the lack of communication and the lack of confusion, it shouldn't have to be this hard. Like, really, I understand we're busy. I understand we have our own, you know, obstacles and situation. But also, I feel like that also aligns with the divine timing. Mm. You just so happen to be in this place and open. And this person just so happens to be in this place and open. And because you guys now are in that element, that's what I tell people. Like, it shouldn't be hard. It's a compromise. Like, you're busy. I'm busy. In this day and age, both men and women work, regardless of what your pronoun may be. Like, we all have our own separate lives that we lead. But when it comes to you making space for a person... Mm. if he wanted to he will that's what i'm saying there shouldn't have to be like hey can you do this off the list can you do this like no like i would just want someone to do that for me the way that i would do it for them absolutely yeah it's such a fine line between communicating your needs so that they can be met Mm. and like over communicating and not receiving what you want and continuing to accept the bare minimum Mm-hmm. It goes back to if you wanted to, we would. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling confused about where things are, the communication is shaky, like the best thing that you can do to, for yourself in that moment is to just check in with your nervous system and how you feel consistently with that person. And mm-hmm. if you're on the edge constantly and it's you're just feeling like almost fulfilled, unfulfilled, and is going like this, then cut it loose because if you're confused, it's... Mm not for you and the healthiest thing you can do is just move away from confusion and somebody who provides certainty Mm. is going to like fill in that gap certainty i want to put that word with the definition right there certainty Mm -hmm. um i love how you keep talking about the nervous system like okay so i know instincts intuition gut feelings like tell me about the nervous system and how that applies everything that you just said gut mm-hmm. instinct intuition all of it is aligned with the nervous system mm-hmm. and the nervous system is the single most like you get the most signals from your nervous system it's not just going to show up in your gut it's going to show up with your anxious thoughts it's going to show up in your actual body posture so it's one thing to ignore like your intuition, ignore some signs, but you cannot ignore your nervous system. Period. And when you continue to do that, you'll be dysregulated. And if you're not familiar with what that means, it's shortness of breath, it's maybe panic attacks. It comes out in ways like your body will let you know. Wow. And the reason that I talk to the nervous system so much when we're talking about <clears throat> the online space, when we're talking about relationships and connections, is because the connections that feel good and are healthy for you 
are going to feel good for your nervous system as well. Mm. Like, of course, you might get nervous around somebody or something like that. But once you start to feel nourished in your body, in your nervous system, by someone's energy, keep mm. moving forward with that person, you know? Mm. I love that so much. Wow. Okay, so what would you consider your sexuality to be? You know, I am always asking myself this question. And, you know, I think that I'm probably pansexual. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to. And that is a certain type of energy. Yeah. It's not um, whether you have X, Y, or Z chromosomes. Right. <laughs> right. I guess I should say X or Y. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, um, so that's that's me, and it within my queerness is mm -hmm. it also applies to my partner's openness, mm -hmm. and that's always been something that's important to me. Like just because I am dating somebody like a cis male mm -hmm. doesn't mean that he is not down for like me being queer, and mm -hmm. I like make that very very clear from the start, like. Are you good hanging around like, you know, queer people? Does it make you uncomfortable mm -hmm. to be in Hillcrest or like to go to the gayborhood? Like, because right. if that's <laughs> the gayborhood, if there's a, that. a single like little <laughs> shred of like, oh, that's gross. Like, nah, it's, we can't work it, out. It can never, it can never be. Right. Because I have so many friends. All of my friends are essentially queer to some degree. Right. Exactly. I, yeah, that's why I stand for because that's the energy that we bring in as a circle. So I love that you have that openness and your partner's also connected to that. Yeah. Like I love meeting different people that have different elements about them that bring out their personality. And I'm like always like biased when it comes to terms because I feel like I don't want it to pretty much put us in this limitation box because I'm always the one that's like, I just do whatever the fuck. I do not care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just that fluid person. I don't really want a title on that. But if you want to put something on it, cool. Go ahead and say that. Mm -hmm. But I do love how it's also allowing us to get to know ourselves as a collective and uh, understand other people and where they may be with their preference. I, preference. I think that that's really, I think it's really beautiful. It is. It really is. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Um, tell us a little bit about wellness. Do you have any retreats coming? Um, no, I'm all retreated out. I feel like. you. <laughs> I feel you. Let me be clear. Um, <laughs> if, if anybody out there is a hosting retreat and would like me to come and facilitate mm. um, a workshop, definitely reach out. As far as putting things together on my own by myself, mm -hmm. the only things like <laughs> I'm doing in that space is my coaching and my wellness, like I said. Um, right now, I have Content Queen happening. Um, essentially, all that is is it's for wellness creatives who are wanting to um, learn how to connect deeper with their audience and with themselves through content. And so that is my main offering. And I have also a content kitchen cooking up right now. So yes. that's going to be a monthly Membership yes. for creatives. We're going to come together every month. Mm -hmm. We're going to have some tea, talk about what's working, what's not working in the content world, tips, trends, tricks. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be a whole ass kitchen of creation. That so fucking lit. I will be releasing details very soon on that. Um, if they wanted to find that information, I'm going to link her Instagram, all the things down below so that you can find her whenever and then whenever you want to tap in because that's just your 
used to do. <laughs> you know exactly where you can find it headquarters-wise. You can follow me at with Day, yes. um, and you find all of my offerings there. Let's... Thank you, guys, and thank you. Honestly, I feel like we are going to have another one. Oh, yeah. But this was pretty cute. I don't know even how long we were talking, but it was a good amount. I, we got to have another one because I also have an announcement that I haven't announced publicly, but I'm taking a six-month um, travel vacation um, with, my, with my boo. We're going to go travel yes. the world and yes. for the purpose of seeing, like, where could we end up because period. this ain't it. <laughs> America's ghetto at oh, this point. Man. I mean, the fall of the imperialist capitalism regimen <laughs> so we're gonna I'll be back later i love um, that though <laughs> i'm excited to see all the pictures like i'm always vicariously living through people's travels until i can travel because Did you say vicarious is it well i'm gonna I love call that. it vicarious so <laughs> i was like yes yes we made up a new term today whatever. I'm vicariously living through people and their travel. This whole year, I've been responsible because I moved, and I was mm -hmm. like, I'm tired. Like, I've made it a point ever since, like, a few years ago to travel at least once or twice a year. So next year, I'm already planning. It's about that time. Like, I'm yeah. tired, and it's a lot of pressure. And as a channel, I feel we need to rejuvenate ourselves oh, by absolutely. traveling, period. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming. Hugs. Oh, so you guys already know. You'll see her soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to Sex Talk and Taboo Combos here on Planet 7. This is 7 signing out. Bye. Bye.